0: Blog Talk Radio
1: You're listening to the Psychic Coffee Shop Podcast Network. I'm uh, Mason. Of course, we've got Techie Joe in the corner. How
0: hello, you hello. doing,
1: honey? Uh, doing pretty good. Better than I was last night, trying to work on some tech, but, you know. Uh, got it resolved, at least mostly. You know. my already. um, Well, that's a trip to Lowe's at this point. I like a trip to Lowe's. Let's take the cart and go. <laughs> yeah, except it's already closed. Call the manager. They can open up. As much as oh, we've spent there lately. I know. People have mortgages for less than what we've well, spent at Lowe's. <laughs> that's, that's kind of a scary thought. Um,
0: yeah. 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 You
1: know, somebody, you know, I wouldn't know who was taking the preference to, you know, redoing everything.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm hmm Yeah, a yard, driveway. Hey, driveway, we didn't have a choice on it. Uh, I know, we didn't have a choice on it. I wish we did. That was, I mean, like, insanity. Unless you want to get one of those little smart cars It's like, two seats and, like, nothing. And two seats is being very generous. It's basically, like, an over-glorified golf cart. No, we can get my spider No Yeah, it'll actually sit in the carport Well, now the patio Oh, now the patio, Yeah. No, no, I think I don't know That's gas Yeah, there's that Yeah. More leather No, insurance bill's gonna be through the roof $136 a month Uh-huh well, no, actually, motorcycle insurance is cheaper than that. Yeah. No. 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 Not happening.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, and we got our lovely letter uh, from where we did the driveway. We sent a letter requesting a change to their not-completed plans that they're already moving forward with. It's very confusing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but their uncompleted plans have been changed to actually uh, encompass our entire new driveway. Yeah, well, and the property thinks they've determined, oh shit, we don't want to fuck with that one. Well, I think more so it's just we were at a, we're at a point that we really shouldn't be having a big water issue. They're uh-huh. just gonna do the curb, the little sub curb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, hopefully that'll uh, alleviate the concerns we've had about being able to park. We'll see. If not, I think that I'll be, you know, I don't know, buying a house. Well, you, know. you know, I know. Uh, oh. You know, I've made that decision of if I don't like this in a year, I'm out of here. Oh, okay, that's where we're at now. Mm-hmm. Okay. All the movers. Let's go find something I like cause then without a bus flying through at 7.30 in the morning. No, I don't think we'll have buses. Mm-hmm. But I still say it's going to be a pair, uh, parent route.
0: I think the it's General going to be an ultra-everything
1: route. Right?
0: Yeah, that's possible.
1: Yeah. We'll see what they do. I think they're still not going to put gates there, and if they do, they're going to be meaningless like the ones that were at Collins Middle School. have to wait and see. Mm -hmm. Because, of course, we're not getting finished plans that we can access. We literally have to wait and see. We can't even pretend. Like, oh, that's what they're doing. See, look, plan available online or at a courthouse in a back room near you. Mm -hmm. Far, far away. Either way, we're not getting plans until after it's done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 But... It'll oh, well. be close to a school, so it should make it easy to sell. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, some, you know, family can move in here. And as long as we can sell it before someone mows down a group of kids. Yeah. You know. That's going to be the challenge. I don't think so. I think it'll be easy. You know, if I decide to move, it was easy when I decided to move here. There you go. Yeah. But, you know, it's been interesting. You know, we're moving into Pride season. Fun, fun of that one. Um, And with it being into Pride season, we start seeing some, I don't know, you know, I think it's kind of cool, but at the same time it's kind of like, mm, um, you know, like uh, Pride Doritos. Pride Oreo. Uh, The lovely sets of pandering products. Mm -hmm. Yay! Well, but that's been going on for decades now. I mean, it just has been. Some of it is cool. I, I will admit, it's cool. I think it's... Honestly, though, I think it's one of the things I'd be upset with a pandering if it weren't for the people who get upset because of the product and want to boycott the company over the gay-themed product or the gay-themed ad or whatever. Yeah, that's the part I love. Like, oh, give me some pride Doritos so I can sit back and munch on those while this, you know, crap hits the fan. Right. You know. And I get that. I find that part interesting. But I just kind of feel like, where are they the rest of the year? Well, they're there. I mean, effectively. Mm-hmm. They are. Right. You know, so, you know, what are they doing other than Pride? Other than, you know, other than June, what are your products doing for our community? Well, it's not always the products. It's what the company also doing in terms of, you know, HR and workplace protections and opportunities and ensuring that people who work there are in a safe environment, you know, and addressing harassment. I mean, we, we have some wonderful lists for that that are, you know, the, the equality index scoring for different businesses. Mm. So, I mean, yeah, Oreo doing some, you know, rainbow cookies isn't going to rock our world. It's nice. It's cool. Thanks. Um, But if the company as a whole has workplace protections and they're actively recruiting, you know, gay employees and they're making sure those employees are comfortable working there and it's, you know, a good environment for them to be in, offering, offering, you know, spousal benefits and health insurance and, you know, making sure that there's kind of a one-to-one comparison there between, mm-hmm. you know, sexual or heterosexual assumed employees and, you know, uh, homosexual employees. That's awesome. Right. I don't know. I mean, I just that there. I know a lot of it's pandering. Right. Uh, Subaru's been doing that for years. It works beautifully, though. I mean, if you ever want to clear out a lesbian barge, go in and say, you know, hey, someone's Subaru is being towed, you will free up some seats. And then you will free up some parking. Well, you know... No, you don't actually have to tow it. No, you don't actually have to tow it, because once they get out there, they're going to be like, forget this. I'm moving my Subaru. Forget this. We'll go home. I am so tired of this crap. We're out of here. Oh, it may be Jillian Subaru. Let's go and make sure. You know, they start hunting down record drivers. Oh, they're normally not that bad. Like, wow. You have some low-fight, tired-ass lesbians that you have as friends. That's what you've got. I mean... Well, no, I don't have tired-ass lesbians. Well, I'm probably most of my old lesbian friends are gone, but, you know, sorry. You know, if someone messes with, oh, I don't know, somebody's Mustang or someone's whatever, I know one, at least one, possibly two friends will go kill somebody. It's not a question. Oh, yeah. They're going to go do it. Well, and it may not even be intentional. It's just the things you can do with a softball bat. Softball bat, Robbie. please. Have you seen me, Angela? She doesn't wield a softball bat. She's more likely to come at you with a broadsword. Sorry, I I have sporty lesbian friends. I have pagan lesbian friends. Oh, yeah. 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 The super granola of the group. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Peace, love, joy, and a broadsword to the genitals. That's that's what you've got as friends. Normally. <laughs> <away. laughs> you know, you saw that uh, evident at Beltane. This one were bouncing around tents and everything else. Oh, yeah, they were really awesome. Mm-hmm. They were, well, yeah. Yeah, everyone yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Like, I was sitting here having to weigh it out, and I was like, yeah, like, we really, like, out of the whole day, I think we only had one person that I would call a like, quote-unquote problem. And even at that, it was just like, okay, someone woke up on the wrong side of the bed this morning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, who peed in your PDs? Um, But really, that was it. Mm-hmm. That was just like, it wasn't even a confrontation. It was just like, hi, could you help us out here? Mm-hmm. Oh. Not really, no. Okay, thanks. Right. You know. That was the worst of it. It was. It was kind of like, okay, you guys are moving away. Go away. You know. Okay, cool. You're going to go be your own little self. Not a problem. Yeah. You know. yeah. But every event's going to have something like that. And if that's the worst of the day. Well, no, that's not true. The worst was, and that's something you were going to totally make sure to address for next year was the people who showed up and thought it was a brilliant idea to give away free kittens. Mm-hmm. Like, that's someone I want to take out back to shoot. Because that wasn't cool. Nah. Like, those, those were little tiny baby kittens. Very much They far. had no business being there. And then they didn't have any supplies for them. Like, we're going to give these cats away at like noon and then turn around this event goes on for hours. I mm-hmm. mean, And baby kittens. There was no food, there was no like plan. Like right. th- like these were literally people who showed up with like a box of kittens. Like, here, take a kitten. Right. You know. Like no plan, no intelligence, no pre thought, just we're randomly handing out the kittens. Yeah. Like really, really. Well, it's the same thing I'm going you know, that's what you learn when you run major events. You know, you develop and go, Oh no, we're not having that situation again. Here's a role. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, but that's gonna be a fun one. <laughs> no free kittens, puppies, parakeets, like nothing. Newborn baby animals for free, not happening. You know, vendors are not – vendors and others are not allowed to <laughs> distribute, sell live animals. Yeah. You know, it's like if someone showed up with baby goats to sale, I'd have to stop them and go, no. Well, and I don't – like, somehow I get the feeling this wasn't even, like, a forethought plan. Right. I think it was just like, oh, we can take them with us. And uh-huh. it's like, No. No, you can't. Like, where were you on the like what?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No, bad plan, bad, mm-hmm. very bad plan, bad human, bad but, human. Yeah. Like, but no. You know, next year will be a lot. It'll be different because you know we are going for our, um, nonprofit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yes. Yeah. So things will be a little bit better, hopefully. Yeah. And easier to manage. It's an event. It always gets better every year. It does, but you know we're seeing a lot of events coming up this month in June. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of pride themed months. Although there's one pride event that I don't see anymore, and it was kind of like the root of it. There's no no planned riot. riot. Yeah, no one's hosting a riot. (laughs) Well, they're very messy, and it's hard to get permits, and no one ever wants to let you have riot two. The, you know, it's like no. Like we saw Charlottesville, didn't we? like you got one riot, uh-huh. got white supremacy, got one riot, and then they're like, nope. And actually, that was before the first riot was even over.
0: Uh-huh. And they're
1: like, screw you, get out of our town. We're done, done with, with you. you, never again. Mm-hmm. And then actively work to like. But granted, the best part of that riot was watching the. Guy who just walked right up and punched the dude in the face. The 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 event organizer uh-huh. who's trying to be like, you know, well, some things happened here today. Uh-huh. Boom, right in the face. I'm like, yes. Goal, score, match set. Mm-hmm. But what I find interesting, and this is because you know we're looking at 50 years in span. They're getting, you know, she's finally getting a monument. This is some, you know, we want to start the riot. African-American queen, transgender queen, not really sure. Yep, my brain has failed. Um, Congratulations. Here's your prize of nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for playing. Uh Uh-huh. But she's getting in. Mo- – they're doing a monument to the true drag queens that supposedly started the riot through the first brick. Um, I find that interesting. I find interesting that she has now a postage stamp. Also cool. Also very cool. Oh, and and we're also starting to recognize a lot of people of gay rights movement. Right. Um, Harvey Else had a postage stamp. That was – four years ago I think maybe five mm-hmm. or four, mm-hmm. four years ago I think. Um, you know we're starting we're to recognize sure. different parts of this well, um, and at least commemorate you know uh, some of the different parts of it as well as it's becoming more mainstream um, that you know we're able to actually have the conversation right. and it's you know like Harvey Milk got a postage stamp and no one protested. Like, or if they did, it wasn't nightly news. Right. You know, it's like, eh, postage stamp, whatever. You know. Granted, it's weird the number of, like, you know, America freedom fighter types who don't really go after the Postal Service when they do stamps. Mm hmm Like, I found that interesting. They'll boycott everything else, but, you know, the United States Postal Service, mm, nope.
0: Mm-mm.
1: Like, they could basically hand out a bag of dicks postage stamp, and they'd be like, mm-hmm, okay, got it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, no one's boycotting the U.S. Postal Service. That's it where I'm at. But, like, right. no one's boycotting that. Right. Like, maybe they should. Well, yeah, I think what – I'm so tired of this. Oh, boycott this, boycott that culture because they never do. Well, I don't know. Well, it's gotten a lot more idiotic in the last few years. Right. Which I mean, you know, some of it is. I can understand wanting to choose companies that will maybe not represent you or your values necessarily but who don't actively fight against you. Like, I'm not getting anything from play. No. It's not happening. Right. Um, and, you know, we make sure to totally abuse Hobby Lobby every time we go there. Like, how many coupons could we stack together? Oh, you're having a sale and a fail and a fail, and we have a coupon for, you know, how much off? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go do that. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. It's like yeah, mm-hmm. That's a struggle. Uh, struggle with that one. No. Just because places. well, like we lost Witchcraft, uh, Joanne Fabrics is well, at least southern part of the state, like that's dead. No, they just built us a new big store. Joanne Yeah. Wow. Okay, didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, right over besides Dick's. Ah, uh, someone playing that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have uh, trans Fabric, dicks, and I think Party City. they opening an adult bookstore and a gay bar and the rest of the shopping center? <laughs> that would work. I mean, you know, it just sounds like a popper's tour. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, hey, oh, ho. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Not nearly as funny as I thought it would be. It was funnier in my head. Wow. <laughs> wow, you don't have sound so excited about it. Jeez. Honey, I've been through that head, and I know the following cabinet. It's uh, such a mess. Okay. You're totally distracted over there. Uh-huh. Because you have totally forgotten her name, and you have no idea. I'm loving it. I, I know. know. It's great. You're sitting here trying to covertly, so our audience has no idea. Oh, no, honey. Find out. It is a standing standing Google powered network. We know this. They Uh, know this. uh, 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 uh. But, anyhow, you know, I think those things are great. I question, you know, companies getting involved. Well, there are some that are getting involved for their own purposes, of course, and most companies aren't going to do this if they're not going to at least expect something back out of it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, as long as it's starting from the right place,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: i say rocket. Right. I mean, again, as long as it's starting from the right place. Right. Uh, but don't necessarily always just get sucked in by the ooh they did rainbow Oreos or ooh they they have a you know a Budsman group that comes out to a parade. Uh huh. Yeah, some of them it's just Ellen Chat. Right. But you have that with every parade. You really think your local car dealership is you know letting them use that convertible so that the pretty girl or pretty boy can like wave? No. No. That's what a great big sign on the side of the car. Sponsored by mm-hmm. Yeah. They're yeah. looking to sell a car they don't really care. Yeah, that's yeah, what most of the Queens rent thirst from Enterprise. Or yeah. their latest fuck boy, you know. Oh but there are a lot of car dealer dealerships that will pop out a car. Like they'll pop out cars for next to nothing. they mm-hmm. They're really Sorry. like it's surprising. Mm-hmm. But for an event, a couple of miles, no big deal. You're not going to wear the car out, and it's not like it's a, you know, Bentley, mm-hmm. where you can't even sit in it until you buy it. Mhm. like, that's actually a thing. Or is yeah. no, it Bentley or Lamborghini? Oh. I think it's Lamborghini. I know it's Lamborghini. You cannot even sit in it until you buy it. Right. It's like, yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. British value of a car, you know, that's, that's a high-priced vehicle. Right. You know, and it's just a high-priced vehicle. I've never seen the only high-priced vehicles I've ever seen useful was the old caddies. And I'm sorry, they rock style. You mm-hmm. uh-huh. don't You not always a think rolling trash like, can out of one of those, two. No. Uh-huh. I want to see pictures. Because you've done it and you've got it to the Explorer. You've got it to e You've got it to your car. You're your Buick right now. Like, this, literally, you seem to drive the vehicle without making it a dump. Like, I'm just curious. Like, what level of car must get you to before, you know, it's like, oh, my God, dude. Yeah. Clean up when we get out. Not it out like I would just like to see that side of your personality that just spazzes over like a straw paper in the floorboard really i would I would like to see this i would i would I just want to know how how deep must we go in the the nice car market well Bentley ain't it because they're ugly, okay, fine. The caddy, caddy, an eclipse, convertible eclipse, of course. she have no problem trashing my soul. Excuse me, your soul got cleaned out when I pulled in the driveway. Okay. No, I was just talking about that couple of months where we were moving and everything, and I was there too. I was doing the same thing. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm the one that fussles more so about it. Oh, okay. you know, the one that wanted to go to <laughs> Sonic and get their.
2: Asian You're about panicked
1: about eating in a car, and that's because you can't eat without wearing everything. Actually, you did good the other day. What what was it we were eating, and you got all excited because you managed to eat and not get anything on yourself? I was trying to, like, you were you were so proud of yourself. Pizza No. Yeah. Was it pizza? Yeah. Yes, it was because you're still dressed up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, because I came home from work expecting dinner. Yeah, well, you got dinner. You got dinner. Yeah. You did. You had a good time. Stop and quit acting like you did. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. And I did have a good time. But something else, you know, we've, we have more Prides now. Yes. You know, we've got Beckley Pride now. We've got Huntington Pride. We've got Morgantown Pride. So, you know, we're getting more Prides in the state. That'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, and I think it'll be kind of fun. I think it'll be interesting. Unfortunately, two of them we can't go to. Well, yeah, kind of bad, but we already had schedules set for this year, and we said yes to other things. Right, because I, it, it happened. In my mind, it's always Pride is at the last of June. They're well, early. They're just early. I don't know. A lot of them are. I mean, it, like, there's no specific day, everywhere does its own thing. They're trying to be a little separate. Because, I mean, you don't want to have, like, all of them on the same weekend all across the United States. That would just suck. Well, it would cut down on the booking fees for sure. Well, but then it becomes next to impossible to have your event. Like, as, as in literally, if everyone does it on the same, like, Saturday
0: uh-huh.
1: or the same weekend, Uh huh. no. You're, you're like, which one do I choose?
0: The one with the biggest
1: ticket. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, but that also means a lot of smaller ones will go under pretty quickly. Right. You know, a lot of the smaller because ones. If everyone's going to San Francisco, New York, and, you know, Orlando, and, you know, hitting the major cities, mm-hmm. a lot of the smaller ones die in them. hmm It would suck. I don't think so, because I don't think, you know, like us, we can't take off to New York. Oh, theoretically, no. Not every year. Right. But ultimately, that's what it would become, is you would have events that would suffer tremendously, Mm -hmm. just because they're now in competition with every other event. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, whereas you can have a pretty large group at some of these and then a smaller group at others. But right. still a large group of them. Mm-hmm. You know. Like you really think of West Virginia Pride, like one of the you know, four now, or five is it? Four. Four. What are four. Four, four? I not wasn't paying attention. <laughs> you said words. Yeah. You said and words. you know, But no, the four of them
2: Uh um,
1: now, you really think that would compete, though, against, you know, something larger, Mm -hmm. you know. And then for how long? How long would that event survive? Because you're going to have some people that are definitely going to go to that bigger one. Right. That were it on a different weekend, Mm -hmm. they would go to the smaller one. Right. Well, you know, know, and I think a lot of it has to do with planning. I mean, because, you know, the three smaller ones just popped up. It should you know, if we were included in, like, stuff like, I don't know. I start planning Beltane in October, you know, so that people from New Jersey can plan to drive in. Well, maybe they didn't. It's their first year, and get off their backs. I'm talking about the older ones. Well, but still, I mean it's not easy planning a large event like that, even if it is repetitive. Like, at some point, it it becomes an issue just trying to get everything together so that you can announce it. Like, really? Mm -hmm. Seriously? And, you know, like, imagine how screwed we would have been if, like, for Beltane, we hadn't have had that space locked in. Like, because we were at one point facing we weren't going to have that space for this year. Mm -hmm. And we had bounced through a couple more because we were already struggling to figure out, okay, if it's not there, Mm -hmm. then where? Right. So if we had had to kind of plug along figuring out space or the Mm -hmm. last minute they had said, "Haha, we're not doing this this year, screw Uh you, you know. Right. But, you, you know, know you, I, I have that reserve, Black Book, that has boom, 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 other places that we can pull into. Oh, sure. You know, not preferred, but, you know, Little Beaver State Park, you know, this park, that park. We've got other options. I mean, hell, we can go pay Charleston 150 bucks and take over a street. Oh, yeah. You know. But, no, I mean, like UNCG Pride. Uh-huh. Um. Oops. um we had our, you know, Pride Week every year, mm-hmm. and... There were some years we weren't sure if we were going to have space.
0: We Uh weren't sure if
1: we were going to be able to come up with the money for the deposit on the space. Mm -hmm. You know, we are just kind of hanging out there almost like a month out before it's like, okay, we know where we're having it. Now we can announce it. Uh Like we know what we want to do. It's just the process of actually confirming everything is going to be where and when. We would like to have it, or where and when they can do it.
0: Right. Uh, yeah,
1: but it was fun here. But, yeah, but see, I know this is what I felt with running this event: when you have too many hands in the pot, and you got to run the decision by too many people, mm-hmm. you have much more problems. You can, absolutely. Okay. No um, it works a lot better if you can get people that will definitely like take charge of their components of it. Right. Just, this is what I need you to do. Right. Like, I need you to find a space and write a chat. Right. Like, that's what I need you to do. Mm-hmm. But even at that, um, venue is often some of the hardest work that goes into it.
0: Mm-hmm. It seems
1: like it would be the simplest part. It's always the hardest. Yeah. And then you have people cancel. Like, you went through that. Yeah, but I'm used like, to that. Like, I thought Saturday afternoon, you were just going to have a nervous... Breakdown because you had like a couple of people canceling still, and people were like, "Oh God, this weekend, (laughs) I don't know if I can make it." Even day of, we we had one, you know, group that we were like, "Hey, (laughs) are you coming?" Uh huh. You know, those are rare. Closing in now, (laughs) but it happens. It happens, and that. You know, it was where you have a waiting list. And I think like, next year I'm just going to tell some vendors, just show up. I don't know where I'm putting you, but I'll put you somewhere. You know, instead of having a waiting list, just have them, you know, you're in an at large space. Beady. Uhhuh. Uh huh. To be. Yep. Yeah, because you can walk those grounds. I know those grounds by heart. I had been up, what, two weeks before, took pictures of the grounds get there, and apparently the group before us decided to have a mud party. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not that that was totally unavoidable. Like, it was staying really wet up there. Yes, but you're not supposed to go on the grass. Well, I get that, but still. Yeah. Like, just even the little, like, slightly off the beaten path, like, uh-huh. there is no drainage up there. No. Or parking. It's just yeah. So yeah. yeah. Well, and thankfully it dried up some. Yeah. Like yeah. between when we got there and you know when the gate opened. Yeah. We locked up. Yeah. Because honestly, if it started raining. Mm-hmm. Oh please, we've been there in hurricane rain. It would have just been like you know, a, a like wicked mud wrestling. Like I think that's what it would have devolved to. No, it actually. Um, We've had it. We've been there during those huge rains, and it's like everyone just kind of starts locking tents down. After the tents are locked down, people start gathering around. It's different. It really is comparative when it's hot and humid and nobody wants to go talk. The rain makes people move, and that's the fun part. That's that building of community that I've always wanted to get into.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, basically what we need is to contact the fire department for next year and see if we can just get them to come out and host people, down. I don't know. I'm thinking about a dunking booth. Oh, the amount of money we could make if we put you in it. Uh Like, I know there was one event attendee that would file for bankruptcy after that event. (laughs) Like, every credit card max. (laughs) Yeah, there's a few that, you know, come, we don't like each other, it doesn't matter, it's Delta. It still only worked out, but if you were in a dunking booth, uh-huh. you would have drowned. <laughs> <laughs> like, they would just find a ringer, like, you know, they would bring in a ringer. <laughs> like, hmm, who can we get that's a major league baseball pitcher sure. to just sit here and keep nailing that target until <laughs> he quits breathing? Uh-huh. Or at least so you jump up and go, I'm
0: melting, melting I'm
1: sorry, is that actually offensive? <laughs> I just um, <laughs> technically offensive. In today's culture probably. No, I mean literally. No, I mean literally in today's culture probably. You know, everything's offensive. Not everything. Did you see that article this morning about the Kentucky newspaper? Apparently not. He's been on Cloud Five, aka, you know, Mac Virtual World. So anyway, yes, I have a Hackintosh. Yeah. But anyway, um, this Kentucky newspaper, Kentucky town, unfortunately gets covered about twice a year in applications to join the KKK, modern KKK for those historical aggravators. Okay. So the newspaper done the article. Mm-hmm. They posted in the image the what was put on people's doors.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Instead of people reading the newspaper, they saw the KKK it took out a front page ad with an appli And their ad was an application. Well done, well done. I love it. Uh huh. I can just imagine that Grand Wizards are going, what the hell? Dang, we're going to get more coverage than we ever did. Because, you know, they do certain neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. But we're seeing a rise in hate crime groups. We're seeing a rise in crime in general. Oh well, yeah. 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 Unfortunately, that's what has come out of this presidency. Hmm? Is, you know, kind of turn over a rock and this is what crawled out. And that's what that presidency basically was. It just turned over a great big rock, and uh, prehistoric crap and just started crawling right on out. It's like, wow. Well, like, yeah. Where is that when you need it? Some of these should not have survived. Warnings, stickers on my ladder. Oh, stickers on your ladder are nothing next to hold my beer. <laughs> Nothing, nothing will prevent a hold my beer. Uh-huh. You know. I've never seen, never in my life have I seen someone getting ready to use the phrase hold my beer that went, oh, wait, there's a warning about that.
0: <laughs> no.
1: Yeah. But no, exactly. You know, I think, you know, you know, do not eat Shampoo. External use only. All these freaking labels is subverting Darwinism. You know, it may be, but typically it's just supposed to be hilarious. We're not supposed to elect them. No, that's debatable too. You know, because Mueller sat down. Oh well, no, that's not even like that's not necessarily a problem. He he reached the end of his investigation, right. he produced his report, and it pretty clearly states, mm-hmm. we'd indict him, but the Department of Justice point-blank tells us that we can't do that. Right. That a sitting president cannot be indicted. So now we have Elizabeth Warren, mm-hmm. who is trying to push through some legislation to very crystal-clearly decide that one, and mm-hmm. – Sell it out um, and kind of over, hopefully override the Department of Justice's guidelines. Because well, it's not law; it's interpretation. Right, it's interpretation yeah. of law. And there's a large debate on whether a sitting president can be indicted or not. However, you know, everyone says, "Well, that's what we have impeachment for." Yeah, but how far is that getting right now? It isn't getting anywhere. You know, I'm sorry, I've seen the most gutless senators. Mm-hmm. I've seen the most gutless representatives. Like, let's start issuing pink slip now for 2020. Yeah. It's like, bring me something better. Well, that the only way that actually happens is if we can manage to overcome um, district gerrymandering. Because, unfortunately, that's the biggest part of keeping... Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of Republicans in office right. is they had enough control for long enough to draw their own districts mm-hmm. and in drawing their own districts created a majority to win mm-hmm. so it becomes self-perpetuating like you really have to tick off like a majority of your base mm-hmm. in order to um, overcome that snowball right because that's what it is at this point right. is it's a snowball
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You got elected. You redrew the district to get the maximum votes. Mm-hmm. To continue to be an elected official, to continue to redraw those districts, continue to give yourself a majority, to continue to—it's just—it's right. a snowball. But that's where you've got—that's where you know the groundspeople has to get involved. That's where you know a lot of these districts have are changing populations. You know, we oh. Well, it's like this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. In twenty year, in literally twenty years, it went from a growing family neighborhood to a senior family to a senior neighborhood. Now we're back into a growing family. There's kids on the street again, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like, wow, there's what are they, and why are they out in my? Oh, it's you know the neighbors' kids. Oh, get off my grass. He is that many years old. <laughs> yeah. Get off my grass. Where's my senior discount? Um. Oh, hello, pretty birdie. Uh huh. Yeah, I am that old. I don't get a senior discount yet. I should get a supreme discount, but that's okay. Um. But in general, you know, I think that. We are going to have to have candidates like um, Mayor Petey. We're going to have to have candidates that aren't the same. And that's how this idiot got in. He was different. Well, some of it was he was different. Some of it is so many candidates were so much the same. Right. Um, Because there were a lot of rules about running in politics for Mm -hmm. so many years that you can't do this and get elected. You sure. can't do that and get elected. Mm-hmm. You can't, you know. There was a whole list of things thou shalt not, mm-hmm. and be elected. Uh huh. For whatever reason, he managed to survive virtually all of them. Right, because he has a good PR team. Because we don't get, you know, the Mueller. I molar, don't even
0: think it's a no, good, no, PR no. It's an an good PR team. No, no, no. This is an example.
1: Here's the example of how much the, the nation's media is being mitigated. All right. We have the Mueller report. The full Mueller report released to secured veteran, Secure Class One Congress. Mm-hmm. So that means they don't get the redacted version that the press got. They got the full version. Okay? Instead of running that news story, they're running a story about how... Um, Israel's prime minister just had to dismiss their cabinet and their whatever and now they're gonna to have to run a fresh election. Well I think a lot of that is that no one cares. I like literally I think the media is getting to the point they think just no one cares. Hmm that you're not going to touch his base, you're not going to touch his supporters, you're not going to change their minds, you're not going to be able to do anything here. And quite frankly, so many journalists have been thrown out of the White House. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of like... I was reading an article this morning that made a good point that it's honestly gotten to a point... This is like watching your... grandfather throw a weird fit, and everyone just kind of sits there like, okay, and moves right along. You Mm kind of, all right, then, this is how this is going to go today. Got it. Mm -hmm. Next item. Right. Like, what what, they've reported they have made the the story over and over and over again. Right. No one's listening, you know, the the people reading it are doing it from one of two points of view. See yeah, I told you so or that's fake news. Right. That's the only two perspectives going right. on. No one's jumping ship. Like they're really not. Right. Like there's nothing that news media is gonna say about him that's gonna change mm-hmm. It just won't do it. Like he's effectively at this point, at least among his face, coded in Teflon. Like they don't care mm-hmm. because they're getting some of what they want, or at least lied to about the rest of it. Or, it's like a know, job report it? listed in West Virginia number forty-nine in the worst job market.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Although you dropped through Charleston and there's half of mm-hmm. signs everywhere, Tech's not echoing to people's heads. Where of the jobs really? there. I, seriously. Yeah. Um that, that's a large part of what we've run into. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, between employers that don't really have a job. Mm-hmm. Um they're basically just, you know Yeah, someone comes bail for yes, yeah, someone who works here asks for a raise, so they'll advertise their position, but they'll you know mm-hmm. and do it for half price Would someone take it. Mm-hmm. Oh, someone will. All right, well, you don't get a raise. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what, in cases, you're fighting it. Right. And in other cases, I think they're just throwing out help-wanted signs just to provide the illusion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, you know, or what they're offering in in you know exchange for working there is crap. There's a lot of places that offer just pure... Crap anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, hi, here's minimum wage. Can you do a you know job that requires a college degree? Mm-hmm. Okay, but I went to college and I paid a lot of money to do that. Um, I have student loans. Mm-hmm. Can't really afford to work for minimum wage. Got to kind of pay those back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Well, <laughs> but um, what I'm saying though is this is the problem. Okay is we get the job reports, and it shows that, you know, the job market's terrible. We get the stock market has been more valuable than, you know, a bipolar without medication. These are things that hit the bottom line. These are things that hit the people's viewpoint. And we're getting it covered up every time we turn around on what he tweeted or what this one tweeted. Or, you know, it's like the war on women. All these anti-abortion laws are popping out because they've got a vice president that. You know, they're going, oh, crap, we've got to get this through quickly because he might not get in. It's an election year. Yeah. That's the whole point of it. We're we're moving towards elections. Mm -hmm. Hi. Yeah. Hello and welcome to elections. Mm -hmm. This is what it's going to look like. Mm -hmm. This is what it's going to be. is trying to give people at least a semblance belief Mm -hmm. that, oh, you got what you wanted. Here you go, here's things she needed. hmm You know. And the reality is we're we're stuck. hmm There there's one group of people that on the one hand they're listening but they're not hearing anything new, mm-hmm. and we've got another group that's not even listening and wouldn't care if they heard something new. Mhm. So why do you report it? If I already know he's a son of a bitch, mhm. And I'm not voting for it. and mm-hmm. there's a million reasons why. <laughs> I'm everything new is just kinda like, man <laughs> pack it onto the list crazy and you know, insane things that a president got away with. There. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a whole other group of people that are gonna vote for him regardless. And <laughs> oh, committed murder, committed treason, raped someone, no one cares. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because, hey, we hurt bills, and hey, we got a tax cut that's not real, but, you know. mm-hmm. Oh, and he's bringing back jobs, spite that EPA. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, freedom Gas. Did you hear that one? No. Freedom Gas. Yes. Okay. Yes, that is now what, uh, uh, <laughs> that is what natural gas is. Oh, uh, isn't that the same company? Freedom isn't the same. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Um, I believe this was in Dallas. They opened, I believe, another refinery and they called it More Molecules of Freedom Gas. Yes. Yes. Is that Freedom Gas? It's part of clean energy. Whatever. Energy clean. isn't clean. Well, it is. It can be. It's just not natural gas. It's not coal. And it's certainly not, you know, burning those in the least efficient ways possible. Right. Like, there's no such thing as clean coal. Get over it. They've tried, it, they failed. Mm-hmm. It takes just as much to clean coal as it would if you just burn the shit. Like, right. there's a marginal improvement. Right. It's not clean. Right. Like there's never going to be a zero emissions coal. Get over it. Mm-hmm. Build nuclear power plants to be done with it. Oh no, it's an option. But then everyone's—it's a it. good option. Yeah, it is. It's a mm-hmm. thought. Yeah. I don't know. You know, and you know, I think that will probably, be, you know, you know, put in solar panels. We pay enough taxes. To go through. Put all the centipinals on the American houses. India's doing it. Solar's a good choice. Wind is a good choice. But, you know, uh, windmill cancer. Oh, I know. Please. I've never seen some more. You know, if I wanted to disappear, I would disappear somewhere. You know, UK, Canada. Canada's still on my move list. I'm very happy to move to Canada. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. It's an opportunity. It it's cooler. Mm-hmm. They probably have really inexpensive uh, maple syrup. <gasps> we could have a tree and put a spigot in it and just get maple syrup. I could have my house that's 20 miles away from everybody. Yeah, I thought that was most of Canada. It's just like every like 50 miles, there's a house. No, literally. I love, when I was up there; it was wonderful. Um, even in the small towns, it was cleaner, more comfortable, more relaxed, more nicer. Didn't feel like you were always being controlled like we do here. My trip to Montreal was awesome. Uh huh. It was. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I make the joke, but still. Not to mention, getting into Canada was so flipping easy. Coming back was scarier
0: shit uh-huh and
1: that was 15 years ago uh-huh like i can't even imagine now hmm. i can't even imagine. yeah you know on the other side of that i'd move to mexico oh yeah our well, cell easy book yeah the cell phone works i'm sure they have to do this in the internet oh, yeah you know I could be happy in Mexico making U.S. dollars and transferring the pesos and, you know, having them made for $300 a month to clean the house.
0: There you
1: go. Yeah, I could be very happy with that. Yeah. Um, You know, so those are fun things. But, no, this world on women is getting on my nerves, and okay. here's why. It's because this was decided. We have had Roe versus Wade for decades. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and basically, this is considered a last-ditch effort to try mm-hmm. to overturn that, or to at least take it out as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to mention, you know, with abortion clinics, the more crap regulation you can throw on them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, they're doing to abortion clinics what they've claimed for years that the EPA was doing to coal.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Now, Cole has somehow managed to survive, so obviously it's not that coordinated of an attack. Well, but abortion clinics are literally shuddering. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's because the the regulations that they're being put under are Mm -hmm. absolutely, on paper, somehow make sense or seem reasonable based on some faulty assumptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but seem reasonable enough. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately in practice, it's like, are you absolutely kidding me? There's no way to do that. Right. There's no way to afford that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, That's that's not how this works. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that one state, or at least one, went through a regulation battle over a requirement to have um, the only people that abortion provider had to be on the staff of the local hospital
0: mm-hmm.
1: seems reasonable, and mm-hmm. they had to have admitting to Right. Seems reasonable, except that the the local hospitals, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, would not allow someone on their staff
0: mm-hmm.
1: that didn't work hours there outside of right. And they're sitting here going, I can't do both. Right. Like, do you not understand?
0: Uh-huh. This
1: is an understaffed facility.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I and like one, this hospital doesn't even want me. They don't want me doing abortions in their hospital to begin with. Mm. Mm-hmm. They don't even want me there. Mm-hmm. And then turn around. Uh
0: huh.
1: And you know, you're making that a requirement for us to run an abortion clinic when there's absolutely no reason for that? Like, there is nothing about an abortion that would require admitting uh, privileges or should require that of a provider? Yeah. And, you You know, know. these are just ridiculous. It's like, um, I don't remember where it is. It's one of the battleground states. Uh, they now require burial or cremation of. Well, they require a birth certificate and then burial and cremation of an aborted fetus. Right. So, one, you have to declare the fetus at one, the live birth certificate uh-huh. and then turn around, issue a death certificate, then have those remains buried or cremated. Right. It's like, no. No. It's not a live birth. Well, and even Alabama, they, they uh, one, of, one of their legislatures pointed it out very clearly that, uh-huh. you know, a, an embryo uh-huh. wasn't covered in this. Right. right? As in vitro fertilization. Uh-huh. They didn't care about that. Right. Because it wasn't inside a woman. So right. obviously this is all about women. It right. has everything to do with women. It has nothing to do. Right. Nothing to do with actual hmm. you know, save the what about the children, save the children protect the children, it has know. nothing to do with that, right, and it never has no, you yeah. know it has to do with finances, it always and has forever had to do with finances like most bullshit laws mm-hmm. you know I'm sorry, I practice that uh, you know, keep the hell out of my shit, I'll stay the hell out of your shit and it's ridiculous You know, I do kind of, I'm kind of following one bill in Texas Mm -hmm. that, you know, basically applies the same standard that they're going to women's bodies to men. That's going to be interesting to see how that folly plays out. Viagra ban. Was that it? No. Oh, the, uh, what was that? The Um, uh, physical masturbation law. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's important. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I'm in, in my head going abortion, spontaneous period, miscarriages, all these are falling under these state laws. What's the, if any damn lawmaker's idea or opinion of what occurs with a female body? None. Honestly, they're looking to score votes because even if the laws get struck down, mm-hmm. you've already appeased your voting base. Mm-hmm. You know, now it's them damn liberals.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, at the federal level. Uh huh. That you know, I tried. I voted. I voted. Mm-hmm. I did everything I could. I passed legislation. I, 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 you know, enacted legislation, mm-hmm. and I. Good God, fearing Christian, I, I did everything I could to protect them babies. Because I'm sorry, with the election the mm-hmm. last one, uh-huh. the Cheeto, the Cheeto, um, I, I literally had someone point out, at, or flat out ask, you know, like who I was uh, mm-hmm. intended to vote for, and I, you know, just made a comment, I, you know, as to who, and like I can't believe you support, you know, that baby killer. Uh-huh, beam me up you know, uh-huh. how can you live with yourself killing all those babies? One is a collection of spells mm-hmm. and you know frankly i i'm I'm quite fine with that, same as if I have a mole removed or mm-hmm. I, you know answer is a living organism. I'm sure it doesn't like being killed either, but you don't seem to have a problem with, you know, chemo.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a collection of cells at this point. Right. It is not a thinking living being. Right. And, you know, furthermore, in general, none of our business. Yeah. You know, I do like that some cities are passing laws to get a hold of these protesters. Out front of these clinics. I mean, you almost have to have armed guards posted to walk into a place. That it doesn't just provide abortions; they provide needed medical care. They provide well, women' health care. And then there's the the additional in these attacks. Uh huh. Again, the not just the protest, but when it rises mm-hmm. to attack level, no one cares who gets shot in that. Ah. You're again not caring about life. Hmm. Right. Whether you're talking adult or child, mm-hmm. or potential child, future child, right. if carried right. to term, maybe a child, uh-huh. you're not caring about that. Right. right. Not at all. Right. So it, it becomes a question of what are you really against? What are you really going after? What are you really trying to accomplish? Mm-hmm. And over and over the answer is control of women. Yeah. That's it. Well, control and control. Yeah. Not just women. The government in itself tries since they came up with the public health, which, I'm sorry, is the biggest bullshit Nazi-ran corporation in this country. We'll differ a little on that one, but okay. Go for it. You know, try to control. Try to, you know, it's baloney, it's bullcrap, it's non-elected officials making policies and creating issues. That do not belong. This is supposed to be, you know, the pursuit of liberty and happiness. And we have morons running around going, oh, I don't like this, so we need to do this and we need to do that. Let me push my religious beliefs on you. Let me push my junk science on you. Okay. You know, those should immediately become elected positions. You can only have one elected position. You cannot be on, like, three different boards. You cannot... You know, you have to at least have a clue of what you're doing, and, you know, it has to be up for public debate, and it's not. A lot of the abortion problems we have come right out of public health. But, well, hmm. See, I have to sit there and also look at, from a West Virginia perspective, the amount that public health has been trying to do, at least with stomping the spread – of bloodborne illness related to drug use, mm-hmm. IV drug use specifically mm-hmm. um, and quite frankly, the, the struggle that they have had with needle exchange programs mm-hmm. um, that alone is just flat out shocking
0: mm-hmm. and
1: that's even in an environment where, as you're saying,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know these are unstoppable forces but yet, that's exactly what's happened in Kanawha County. They well, have been thwarted every turn. But one is the health department. That is an agency provided by the government supposed to provide health care. That okay. is not the public health department, the public health board.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. One is an ungovernized body. The other is an agency. Okay. I wasn't aware of separation. There is a separation. Yeah, one is a bunch of nurses and doctors that are paid by the federal government to provide health care. They do the needle exchange programs. They run the other stuff. Except now they can't. Now they can't. Now they're starting to see increases of, you know, problems. Well, yeah, and we're running with theory, right? We're running with the theory right now Mm -hmm. of, you know. Essentially, what, what's being proposed is these are people that made poor life choices. Let them die.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Screw the Narcan. Screw the needle exchange. Mm-hmm. You know, let them die. Right. That is the public health department. There are also the ones that used to be the nurses that came house to house, made sure everyone got their immunos, Made sh- you know, if you were sick, they would you know the sheriff would send the nurse up into the mountains to take care of it. The, the, that's the public health department. The public health commission has nothing to do with that. One's a federal, one's a state, actually city. Um, they're yeah. the ones that make those you know, smoking laws. They're the ones that stick their nose in other people's businesses. Sure. They're the ones that, oh, you can't do this, and oh, you can't do that on your property. Okay. Okay. To totally separate organizations The health department I support The public health commissions are useless Okay Um, In general they're useless They you know make Broad sweeping you know Regulations Broad sweeping decisions That should not be made That should be made at an electoral level And they should have to be elected If they're going to act with the power of A government body they need to be elected As a government body and they're not And they're the ones that cause a lot of these problems of, oh, well, you know, you can't if you're going to do an abortion clinic, our health board has to give you a license. Okay. No, they don't. You know, that's why Missouri's about ready to lose their only abortion clinic is because the Public Health Commission won't renew their license. Okay. Hadn't been quite following that one, but yeah. You know, these these are the little problems of the little tyrants and the sounds. It's ridiculous, but you know, and it's ridiculous in general what what our government has become versus what it was designed to be. They were designed to be a collective bargaining unit, not a tyrant city. And I often wonder if our founding fathers, like Jefferson, would look at this and go, or Andrew would look at this and go, What the hell are y'all doing? Why the hell? No. Go back to the original documents. Go back to the Articles of Confederation. It clearly says you don't have this power. You know, why the hell is he even elected? He should have been thrown out. Here's the the reasons why. <laughs> you know, here's why he isn't allowed to be president. It says it in the Constitution. Article 26 should have been enacted. Why aren't you idiots doing this? Well, I don't think it's so much of a lack of desire. It's a lack of force to do it. As in, you have to have the votes. You don't have if to you vote. Don't, you, don't have votes. you have to have three members of cabinet, which has already been on record as being there, and the Congress has to issue a letter. So it's one of those things – you have to consider the political fallout mm-hmm. of that event mm-hmm. I think for some it's just not like the as loud as the cries for impeachment are mm-hmm. the votes aren't there the The power isn't there
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's still a game a lot of Washington is still a game of fear. Mm-hmm. You know, or a game of chicken, if you so want to call it It's a game of who lined my pockets last, is what it is. It's what it has been for over 60 years. Yeah. You know, it has been a game of who lined my pockets, what can keep me in this job, how can I build my lifetime of retirement. No. All that should have, you know, since Taft was in office, you know, oh, well, we have to pay them. They have to. We have to pay for travel. We have to pay for this. We have to give them a retirement. We have to give them security. No, you don't. No, you don't. Well, if it weren't a millionaires' club, sure. it would make more sense. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, if our choices for electable candidates, in order to run a successful campaign, you have to have millions to fund it. Mm-hmm. In which case, you're already a millionaire. Completely out of touch. Right. Um, to then go to Washington, work for a few years, get a lifetime retirement and health benefits. To then turn around and make a bunch of friends mm-hmm. that you can turn around, leave, mm-hmm. become a lobbyist, and mm-hmm. make even more. Right. Just for showing up to an event. Mm-hmm. Just for talking to someone. Mm-hmm. Because now they are a lobbyist, and mm-hmm. that's what you do, is you call them favors.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And everyone sits there and keeps playing the game. Right, but that's why 2020 is so important, because we're looking at having to replace two justices over the next four to seven years. I mean, one is 81 and one is 87. And we've already got enough idiots on there that are in their 50s. and for, Yeah, you know, these are things that run through All right, let's take a break, pay a power bill, and we'll be back. Awesome. Do you like a little more grrrr with your coffee? Then tune in to Mountain Bears here on Blog Talk on Friday nights at 9 p.m. for the latest in LGBT topics, current events, and technology. Every Friday night, we'll be here. Join us as the Mountain Bears explore these topics and more.
2: So I'm a cat, and I just moved in with this new human, and she's got this little toy she's always playing with, all day long. Tap, 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 bloop, bloop. She can't put it down. There it is. Oh, and get this. She even talks to it. Last week, she asked it for Chinese, and guess what? Egg rolls showed up, like magic humans have cool toys. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org Hi. Welcome. Relax. Have a cup of your favorite topics with your host, Ace and Knight. There's nothing like a good conversation to warm your soul and give your spirit a break now and then. Ace Have such a wonderful way of exploring topics like psychic phenomena, important topics in our daily lives from a psychic's point of view, and you never know who else will stop by, live on Blog Talk Radio. So come on in. We made a fresh cup of java just for you. Hi, I'm Rain. And this is Raven Wind, and we're the Feather and Bone podcast, two witches talking about everything witchy and nothing at all. We consider ourselves to be energy-based spiritualists, non traditionalist and decidedly not Wiccan. Our views on magic and life in general don't align with other pagans in the community, but we have a live and let live outlook on life. So if you want to learn something new while laughing a whole lot, you can find links to our podcast, Facebook page, products, and purchase tarot readings at featherandbone.net as a busy modern woman I'm constantly on the go having to make multiple stops while I'm out shopping or getting things done just doesn't work for me that's why I love going to the Crystal Lotus shop for every one of my metaphysical needs they have all the basics like stones, candles, sage plus they carry jewelry, herbs, cards a variety of unique gifts and several other items you're probably looking for Uh Uh-oh, sounds like my husband's old college injury flared up again. That's okay. I can count on the team of healers at the Crystal Lotus to fix him right up. They offer massage, Reiki, Kalamni, as well as other energy modalities, all performed by licensed, highly trained, and gifted practitioners. And while he's being taken care of, I'll sit down and get some guidance by one of their accomplished psychic readers. Oh, And did I mention they do custom orders and have gift certificates as well? They even offer yoga several days a week for all levels of experience. Plus, the last Saturday of every month, they have Psychic Saturday, where they offer discounts on readings as well as mini healing sessions. Stop in to meet Shauna and the rest of the family there. They're located at 89 Old Main Plaza in St. Albans, where the Loop Pharmacy used to be, or give them a call at 304-729-8055. Crystal Lotus, taking the spirit where the body cannot go.
1: You're listening to the Psychic Coffee Shop Podcast Network. Choosing a psychic is hard, and you don't want to waste time finding one that's right for you. You've thought about calling into the show, but you want more privacy than that? With services from phone, email, chat, text, and his network availability, you need to check out Asin's website at AsinKnight.com. Just a few clicks, and you can have your own personal, private psychic reading. On AsinKnight.com, you can also find out about VIP packages, scheduling parties and events, and signing up for his classes. What are you waiting for? Talk to ASIN today.
2: Well, welcome
1: back. We uh, have paid the power bills. What's next on our agenda? Oh, well, I guess we're moving over to tax. Uh huh. Yeah, uh-huh. it was inside our edition report. It was very interesting. Yes, it was the the joys of not being able to destroy data, or at least not getting rid of it as easy as you think it is. Mm-hmm. It's not just just delete. It's not just delete. It's actually quite simply summed up as you have to physically destroy things Maybe mm-hmm. you don't want that that ever come back to haunt you. Yeah, um, the report itself. Went to eBay, bought I think it was a hundred different well, thumb drives. Yeah, a bunch of them. Um, recovered tons of data. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, one case of child pornography in that. Uh huh. That was yeah. A, that was interesting. Well, that's some very carelessness. Yeah. Well, you know we, they're not sure where the source for the, the hard drives came. I mean the. Thumb drives came from. But I'm thinking, you know, how digital our life has become. Mm -hmm. You know, we have phones, and we have laptops, and we have thumb drives, and, you know, SSD cards, and a lot of those things. We trade in, trade up. You know, we don't store them. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't go up in the attic like my collection of antique antique tech up there. Yes. Um, And it just proves my point that you can never really truly destroy something. Well you can. You know, grab a hammer, have a drill, mhm. Right. Those things will all actually work. Um and commercial shredding, um, commercial uh, commercial data destruction. Right. Um, pretty much that's that. That that's basically the the you know, it's mm-hmm. a very low tech solution to a very high tech problem. Um, where we get into trouble is when we continue to see value in storage. Um, that person long after, you know, we may be done with it. Right. Um, you know, we, we're always trading up from, you know, once upon a time, 128 megabyte flash drive was, ooh, replaced a lot of floppy disks. Uh-huh. made life a lot easier for a lot of things. Now that's crap. Right, like, please? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? We have photo frames that do better than that. Uh huh. With storage. Right. You know, are you kidding me? No, we want gigs. We want terabytes. We want multiple terabytes. So, Ultimately, we end up with a lot of drives sitting around, and a lot of people don't think before they, you know, hand it off or they throw it away oh, or trade it in. You know, because you know, wow, for a business. long time, you know, trade this laptop in, you get a value of whatever it is, and you can buy a new one. And Microsoft will sit there and claim that it's cleared your data. Uh-huh. So it's, go. You know, hmm Yeah, no, oh. it's not. All right. It's a little bit more complicated than, you know, turn it on, and magically it appears there's a few things you've got to do to get to it. Right um, which is ultimately what the company that the reporters contacted mm-hmm. did right. Uh, but it's not that difficult. There's some really nice tools that will make you know will help you recover files mm-hmm. and literally unless it's physically destroyed, damaged beyond all repair, mm-hmm. then those are recoverable. There right. are things right. you can do, maybe not in its entirety, right, but right. typically you can still pull a few things off. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a large part of what people don't really think of. They rely on the, what the tech tells them it's doing. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, if you've ever damaged a phone or you know went to trade up your phone, they'll tell you how mm-hmm. to go through and do a factory data reset, and you think everything's gone. Right. Not, not always. always. No. No. More than likely not. Right. Um, so yeah, physical destruction is all we got. Right. It's a very low-tech solution, um, and it's frightening the the reactions I get when people ask me how do I you know dispose of this device mm-hmm. safely. Right. You know, it's had corporate data on it. It has had our financials on it. It has our social, mm-hmm. our taxes, our, you know, all this you know data, whether corporate or even personal, mm-hmm. you know, bank accounts and whatnot. Grab a drill. Mm-hmm. If it's an old school spinning hard drive, grab a drill. That is your best defense
0: mm-hmm.
1: to that drive never being recoverable. All right. Is it a hundred percent? Even then, no. But the level you have to go through to recover that data is a lot more than downloading online. Mm-hmm. You know, you're at that point up to you're going to have to go send it off, pay a clean room to disassemble it and reassemble it, um, and try to recover that data. And even then, they're going to have some major questions Hmm. about why are you recovering data on a hard drive with a hole in it?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Because that's suspicious. because that's a standard basic IT thing Or you don't want anyone recovering data off. (laughs) <laughs> but you know I'm sure there's been a night somewhere that's had to go yeah well see we, what it happened well, we had two stacks and one got mixed up and Larry just messed it up and someone grabbed a hard drive before they should have uh-huh. um, it, but even then it's not a guaranteed data sure. recovery. Uh, I it, it's luck of the draw there if mm-hmm. that hole hits the wrong place at the wrong time in the data series that mm-hmm. at least a chunk of that data is gone right. never can be found again what should our listeners do if because you know I for a very long time dealt in with used equipment
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, still prefer used over new just because of prices how mm-hmm. can they not recover what's there but make sure that they aren't putting around the laptop that you know Maybe not on manageable files or visible files. Doesn't have something it shouldn't have. Um, Honestly, your best solution is go ahead and plan a little bit more in your expense. Uh huh. Is a replacement of whatever storage media is there. If we're Mm -hmm. talking, you know, random old school hard disk drive that spins up, or an SSD that is totally electronic, like flash drive go ahead and plan to replace that. Just go ahead and assume it, Mm -hmm. that even if the computer is reset or looks like it's factory fresh, go ahead, change that drive, (laughs) save yourself the convenience and hassle. Mm -hmm. Generally, though, one is supposed to be able to figure out forensics. Mm -hmm. um, What's going on there?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, because it can legit happen that, sure. you know, a friend gave you a computer mm-hmm. and you have no idea what it was used for before you got it. Mm-hmm. You were happy to get a computer. And, you know, if forced mouth, don't look. Mm-hmm. So you get a computer, you go happily, merrily about your way, and then somewhere in a, uh, it, even a repair. Um, because there are repair jobs. The, apparently, the FBI at one point was um, effectively bribing, or, you know, I forget what the term ended up being, but they were bribing technicians mm-hmm. to either image hard drives or to scan them without the customer's knowledge. Mm-hmm. So, a large part of it also back to, you know, having tattoo tries. Right. And understanding that you know, there's a lot of things that you're entrusting someone with when you entrust them to fix your computer. Mm -hmm. And you need to really understand what you're getting into there. Because in that scenario, you know, some friend gives you a computer. Mm -hmm. You don't know what they did with it before you had it. Mm -hmm. You didn't even think that of them as a human being. And you're sitting there with this computer now you go take it in for repair, someone has, you know, done a forensic imaging on that computer, Mm -hmm. it starts pulling up, you know, child porn, for instance, Mm -hmm. or evidence of a criminal activity, Mm -hmm. or like that. Possession, Mm -hmm. you own it. Yep. It's assumed. It's yours. In the beginning, it's yours. Right. Um, Now, ultimately, forensically, as long as you don't get a very lazy forensic technician, Mm -hmm. they should be able to figure out, hey, there's something kind of funny here. Mm -hmm. Let's go trace back some things. Like, Mm -hmm. who originally bought the computer. Where did it come from? Mm -hmm. Who originally owned it? Mm -hmm. Because it looks like it's layered. Mm -hmm. That, you know, there was a user, and now there's another user. Mm -hmm. And somewhere in there, we're pulling up stuff for a totally different person
0: mm-hmm. that the
1: ownership files has nothing to do with the person that's here. Now the worst thing you can do,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I really hate it when I see that happen, um, are the number of people that will be gifted a computer, and they're just given a password. All right. All right. And they go on to use that computer, and I'm like, oh, buddy you are opening yourself up to so many problems. Mm -hmm. That's just not even a thing. Like, you don't want to do that. so many issues there. Mm -hmm. Because you're you're really gambling on that one. Because, again, if someone's using this before you got it, Mm
0: -hmm. and they
1: have done illegal things, now you're continuing to use it as them, Mm -hmm. and you you know, someone to be repaired, and they want a few extra bucks. Mm-hmm. They run some software on it, and hi, hi. You're getting a knock on your door, and uh-huh. you're not getting your computer back for quite a while. Um, and then you're stuck with, you know, well, he did it. Mm-hmm. Well, who's he? All right. Why can not you? All right. A lot of people don't know. Well, that's not that, but like, like, when no, you buy laptops people? from, like, the pawn shop, there's yeah. a password unlocked. Some of them are. I've noticed pawn shops are actually starting to get a little bit better about at least doing a basic Windows reset. Right. Um, and they're actually doing that, or Windows reset or even a Mac reset because both right. have that functionality. Um, but, again, right. that's not a – total hard drive white, mm-hmm. and even if it is, mm-hmm. there's still some things you can do on that drive to recover data. Right. It's not all just magically gone. Right. Um, in most cases, it's going to be such tiny fragments it shouldn't matter, like in a theoretical sense. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I really struggle. Like, you really got to sit there and think, what do you really want to be doing here? You know, especially considering, like, I always look at it from the person who's getting rid of the computer, because it's usually where I'm coming in at, uh-huh. um, especially on the commercial side. Mm-hmm. If I'm, like, working with a company or whatever, that's where I'm coming in at it, is they know what's on the computer or mm-hmm. should have been on the computer or should have been on the computer, at least, right? Um, in terms of, you know, the data. And they're wanting to ensure no one else gets that. Like, we want to be able to sell it, donate it, give it away, whatever, Um, but we don't want anyone pulling up, say, everyone's W-2s or everyone's, you know, bank account information for our direct deposit. No one wants that. Um, That's usually the point I get into it at, and that's also the point that I would caution people at is, before you give this away, think about what you're handing over. You know? that's also the flip side of it is
0: mm-hmm.
1: you really need to consider whether it's worth it 50 bucks before mm-hmm. you talk it. You know, keep the hard drive, keep the data storage. Mm-hmm. Don't give it. Away. Right. You know, otherwise you're handing away a taking time bomb. Right. right.
0: So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, in other news, you know, the Cheeto, is love uh, lovely tariffs,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, now he's going out to Mexico because he wants a wall mm-hmm. that is impossible to build, that isn't useful to build, that, you know, we already have things there, like, oh, I don't know, rivers and mountains and desert handle. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, he pissed off Wall Street again. Twenty five thousand points lost in the Dow today. Um, down twenty five thousand points, down. or it's twenty five thousand points down. Literally, drop below. Sure? Yeah, like
2: as closed in, below twenty five hundred, twenty
1: five hundred points since last January. Okay, okay. So we're just under twenty five thousand on the Dow. We're not down twenty five thousand. Not yet. Okay, be careful what you say there. You can send a lot of people into a heart attack. Well, because if the Dow drops 25,000 points in a day, one, that's supposed to technically be impossible. Uh, because there are uh, safeguards. Safeguards mm-hmm. that that's considered a highly suspicious event right. and trade will stop. Right. Um, but that said, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm not surprised that that's having a massive tank on the stock market. I don't think he's thinking about any of this. like One, he doesn't understand it. Two, he doesn't have people smart enough to explain it to him. And three, even if he did, he wasn't going to listen to begin with, so why bother having people smart enough to explain it to you? Well, you know, I'm not the biggest global idealist. (laughs) However, hello, you're pissing off two of our biggest suppliers and our biggest buyers. Mm -hmm. We produce raw material, it goes to China, it comes back as pencils. We produce raw material, it goes to Mexico, and it comes back as car parts. Mm -hmm. This isn't hard to understand for me. And he's supposed to be a billionaire, which he is. And that's just on the trade, like direct trade, Mm -hmm. if you're talking about import-export. Then we also have to realize that we have, at least on the Mexico side of things, that, for years, has been a back-and-forth border cross. Mm-hmm. You know, there there are a number of people that work in the U.S., live in Mexico. They mm-hmm. do the transport back-and-forth every day. Right. Everyone's happy. They do their job. They go home. Life's mm-hmm. good. We right. also have migrant workers who take on some of the hardest-to-fill positions
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: in seasonal agriculture. Right. And quite frankly, you know, again, works out to everyone's benefit. Right. Um, or at least, you know, the, the humanitarian issues aside, um, at least crops don't rot on vines and you know rot on trees, and we have a food supply. Um, yeah. You know, and the harder you make that, the more like the more damage you're doing to agriculture, which you've already impacted. Yeah, you know, we're we're just doing a spiral on right. agriculture, um, and ultimately that means we're going to end up seeing, you know, agriculture is going to get hard, hit hardest, mm-hmm. but then once agriculture hits a point, everything supporting agriculture
0: mm-hmm. takes
1: a hit, right? And then everything that is supplying that uh-huh. takes a hit. Right, because you start spring with farmers, there's two big key things about farms you mm-hmm. have to keep in mind, right heavy equipment, because a lot of farming is based on heavy equipment sales or a lot of heavy equipment sales are based on farming mm-hmm. but you also have a lot of lending that occurs in agriculture, mhm, you know. There's a lot of back-and-forth exchange of currency mm-hmm. that you take out a loan, you buy your equipment and seed. Right. You plant and, you know, har- grow and harvest your crops. You sell them. Part of that money becomes your income. Part of that money pays off and services debt. Yeah. Um, you start getting a lot of farms defaulting
0: mm-hmm.
1: on heavy equipment and defaulting on bank loans in general. Mm-hmm. You create a very nasty situation um, for the economy.
0: Yeah, it was Um, called the
1: depression. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Um, but then there's the follow-up to that is would be another dust bowl, right? In which literally you have farms going to ruin Mm -hmm. or to pot. You know, like I can't afford to plant here. I'm broke. Mm -hmm. I'm bankrupt. Right. You know, the banks repossessed. Guess what? BB&T does not go out and plant crops. Wells Fargo is not going to go out and seed your soil and till. And right. They're not doing it. They're not milking cows. They're not interested. You will never see a loan officer on a stool milking a cow. Right. Unless it's for an advertisement, to get more farm customers. But beyond that, uh-huh. um, you're going to run into a lot of problems there with um, just the effects on agriculture. Uh-huh. Then you have the massive effect on tech. Um, you know, we we end up at this point being able to have the opportunity to live remotely to where we were. Right. And a large part of that has influenced um, at least the West Coast um, in terms of tech jobs. Yeah. That you know it becomes a large uh, skilled labor force that doesn't always have to be here. Right. You know, or always in the U.S. They can work remotely and come in as needed. Um, and that's a large number of people that will yeah. choose to, you know, live where it's cheapest. Yeah. And right now, Mexico is way less expensive to live in mm-hmm. versus the U.S., All especially right. when you're talking about, you know, California in specifics. Mm-hmm. California is astronomical to live in. Yeah. Nevada uh, is astronomical to live in. You would, Think you know that much desert? How much could it cost? Actually, not that cheap, right? You you got to get way off the west coast before that land starts mm-hmm. getting cheaper, right? Um, just because there's so much tax centered in that area, and they can demand it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, right. it's right. it gets astronomical, right? Um, I mean, look at Google. You have Google employees that can't afford to live and work for Google. Right. They, they literally have RVs. They are parking on the street. They're not making enough money to technically live in proximity to Google. Right. right. Like, they can't do it. Google right. pays this much. cost of living is way much more. Right. Or just about level. Right. And, okay, so what am I going to do? Rent and utilities, my entire paycheck? No, no one does that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's unfortunately wage-wise where we are. And right. that's even right. for really well-paying jobs or what would be considered in a lower uh, cost-of-living area, really good-paying jobs. Mm-hmm. Not there. Right. Well, you know, and this is just once he's done this. He's had to issue a bailout to farmers before because of these stupid behaviors when China – Okay, and he's messing with not only agriculture, because, mm-hmm. yes, Chinese, China buys a lot of soybeans from us. Mm-hmm. They buy a lot of rice from us. They buy a lot of grain from us. They buy a lot of fresh fruit from us. But also, he's, you know, messing with the steel. He's messing with, you know, the raw materials that the U.S. produces. For years now, we've we've gone from being a production to being a supplier. You know, and literally this week in his little wage war, you know, tariff war, he's dropped it, you know, a lovely 355 points, dropping it below 25,000. That's a 1.5 drop, uh, 1.4% drop. The S&P 500 closed at below one4 NASDAQ lost 1.5%. That's a huge amount of money. Mm-hmm. You know. We are. We're most likely headed towards a really bad recession. No one wants to call it that. Everyone's hoping we can turn it around. We can hang on a little longer. Unfortunately, you have a loose in the White House that does not care of the net effect of his policies, who thinks he knows everything and that he is doing something that will obviously work because it's his idea. Mm-hmm. Not and will not hear. Right. Or care to hear. Right. That um, no, actually, it's failing massively. Right. You know, and he's going five percent tariffs until it reaches twenty five percent in October. Oh, I don't know, when we're trying to get apples off the trees in Washington, when we're trying to get the grapes in and vegetables in in California. Season in the world. And more importantly, it's going into effect right before we're looking at, you know, elections. election season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know. Hopefully. It's going to be a cold, hungry winter. It's going to be a very cold, hungry winter, and he's going to be to blame for it. Um, you know investors are moving to bonds and gold. I suggest you move to cash. actually, no, though. going to gold and bonds is would be technically the better choice. Gold is a flux uh, flexible standard mm-hmm. it, it is not a hard rooted Gold's worth whatever the hell gold's worth right Bonds, on the other hand, do end up having a fixed. Um, you can't lose money on it. Mm-hmm. You have a full. You mm-hmm. cannot go beyond your investment. Um, I mean... They can. You... I'm trying to think the last time someone just defaulted on a bond. Again. like that. Those are government-backed. Bonds are government-backed. Right. They are in but and insured, counting. and buying. now you don't make a lot of money on them, mm-hmm. but you can't lose any more than what, or you cannot lose what you put in. Like you may make a few bucks on, them, mm-hmm. but you're not going to lose. Like if it tanks, right? Absolutely tanks. Mm-hmm. Then the money that went in is the money that comes out. Now, would you be asking the question at that point if the money that comes out? Mm-hmm. Is then worth anything right you know if the dollar and the peso suddenly become a one to one, uh-huh, then you can put the most money in the world into bonds, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's not gonna grow any, you're not going to lose any uh- uh-huh. it's still not worth anything well, see, here's the problem with bonds, and this is what got Susie Orman in trouble um, you mean besides the fact she was a massive con artist who. At millions of people on book oh, sales. What, it's mean, one of the classes. bullshit things that got her in trouble, mm-hmm. and it's always been my thoughts on it in general, mm-hmm. if she would recommend buying municipal bonds. Well, those are nice. Mm-hmm. They're small. They're great. They fund things like the road going through my front yard, pave the streets, annex this, build a better, whatever. Problem being is my municipalities file bankruptcy the bonds are covered in that bankruptcy, you don't get that money back. Well, but honestly, if anyone's still listening to Susie Harmon, you know, if you're if you're picking up her books off the, you know, Clarence shelf somewhere, you know, Ollie's or wherever, um, yeah, just go ahead and burn that one. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of problems with Susie Orman. Um, I was a big fan of her. I will freely admit, the stuff she said made absolute sense Mm -hmm. in the beginning.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, There was a period there she seemed like she was making a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. The problems came out. Mm -hmm. Um, None of her advice was actually backed up by anything. It it became the – she was saying what sounded right, Mm Because it made her money and made her popular,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not actually caring to go investigate whether what she was saying actually had a kernel of truth to it mm-hmm. or not right. um, and then there were a lot of things she ended up saying that were very uh, they were very damaging and hurtful towards people who were very low income. The advice she was giving. At best, mm-hmm. would have been great for someone middle income and above, mm-hmm. but most certainly would not have covered right. someone right. who low income because the thing she was advising didn't make sense in those scenarios. Right. Um, especially some of the callers she would get on her show, mm-hmm. you would just sit there and go, well, the obvious answer is mm-hmm. you do this. And you deal with the fallout layer. Yeah, sure. you're. It's gonna suck no matter what you do. It's screwed poop. Right. But mm-hmm. what she's advising mm-hmm. is ultimately go homeless, go hungry, but don't touch that 401k. 401k. Roll it into an IRA. Mm-hmm. Who cares about the retirement savings
0: mm-hmm.
1: if you get fired? And you can't find another job, and you're mm-hmm. going to lose housing, food, mm-hmm. and everything you own. Right. No, I'm sorry. You end up spending the 401k, and yeah, at the end of that, you're going to run with the hope before the money runs out, you can get reemployed and start building that back up. Right. You don't roll it to a 401k into or a 401k into an IRA that you can't touch, mm-hmm. and then go well. Um. Yeah, I'm screwed now. But in fifty years, I'll be great. I'll be great. Right. And see, that's like, uh, that's not uh, right. It's know, not logical. No. But also the other side of that, and it's been mm-hmm. my principle. And I told you all the time. Let me know when I can buy me another piece of gold jewelry, or diamond, mm-hmm. or buy a house. I don't want to. I don't care about anything else until I can have solid material. I want deeds and insurance policies in my hands. You know, because this crap happened.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, if we can go pick a house up for twenty thousand, twenty thousand in a savings account that's liquid, buy the house. Well, but with that comes the reality that right now mm-hmm. that may be a good investment. If we mm-hmm. can take a house for twenty thousand, rehab it and rent it out mm-hmm. and you know, make three, four hundred bucks a month. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a reasonable return on investment. Right. Um, you know, for the area. Right. Um it out I for, like six to ten. Well, but here's the problem with that mm-hmm. economic hardship mm-hmm. means that at some point, the market will not bear. Mm hmm. Um, one, we're a state that people see.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, we're, we're coal's not coming back and the jobs aren't getting better. hmm. You know, there's only so much you can ask someone, someone working minimum hours per month
0: mm-hmm.
1: to pay. right? You know, or until the market's like, no, nah, I don't got money for that. Right now in West Virginia, if you want to have a competitive property, you're still talking three to 400 Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're going to have two or three families living in that. And, you know, if you're talking about a single person dwelling or a single family dwelling – The more people you add, the more damage and issues you incur. Right. You know, single family homes were not meant for 10 people. You know, not when there's like two bedrooms. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't work. Um, You end up with a lot of extra costs and a lot of damage and a lot of problems. And even then, as people lose jobs, it becomes less affordable. Right. So at some point, you may end up at that. You know, lower rental rate. Even with a perfect property, the market won't rent at that rate. You have to drop. Right. Um, Then it becomes a problem where you end up with stagnant properties. Mm -hmm. You can't rent it for the money that you need to pay the mortgage on the property, but you can't afford to not rent it. Mm -hmm. But then when you rent it, and the people, you know, the, the group of people interested in renting end up in a situation where if they're having to multifamily just to pay the low rate, mm-hmm. um, you're suffering a lot of consequences as owner to that. And at some point, it becomes cheaper to just call it vacant, pay the insurance, or let it go for delinquent taxes. Right. But uh, which is another problem we've had in West Virginia is the Mm -hmm. number of buildings that have fallen to delinquent taxes. That It's not worth owning. You can't sell it. Mm -hmm. No one wants to rent it. You can't put anything in it. It costs too much to repair it. No one's going to that area. I mean, that's McDowell County. Mm -hmm. uh, In a nutshell. And it becomes a municipal problem because it falls back taxes. The local area uh, loses that tax revenue. Mm -hmm. Um, Then they get stuck with having to take tax revenue Mm -hmm. to demolish a building so someone gets hurt or killed or the crime rate goes up because now it's a crack home. Crack be distinct from a crack house. Mm
2: -hmm. It's a crack Mm
1: home. Not really. There's no difference. But anyway. um, But in the end, in general, the only thing that you know, out of you know, when you get down to it, you know, a grandmother's principle always works. You either buy diamonds or diamonds or property because both of those will always have value. Yeah, well, at least if you can hold on to them long enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do, but honestly, no one. It, everything is worth what someone's willing to pay. Mm-hmm. And while yes, it may inherently have value. If no one has money to spend, or everyone's too scared to spend it, ultimately your money goes to food. Right. You you go back to the principle to the basics, Mm -hmm. and while shelter is one of those, Mm -hmm. um, again you get stuck sometimes in that limbo, right, where it costs you more to maintain and debt service a property, Mm -hmm. and you know keep up the maintenance and taxes. And it eventually becomes a net negative. You can't afford to keep it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we saw a lot of that out of the Correct. housing bubble. Because they went into mortgages. Well, well, a lot of toxic mortg- mortgages that people couldn't afford. There were a lot of bank Correct. repossessions. Used to be a bank repossesses a home. You could turn it over in a short enough period. You didn't get hit with property taxes and all this crap. You could sure. auction it fast. You get that much of a glut in housing and no one able to get approved for a mortgage and people not wanting to buy because they just got burned and frankly they no longer have the credit to buy. Um, you end up in that stalemate and a lot of banks were just like, it, what are we supposed to do? We can't afford this. We can't afford right. to send out someone to you know mow it and check the you know no one's camped out in it you know squatting illegally. We we don't have money for this. Like right. that was not in our you know plan. Right. Um, and ultimately, if you create another economic disaster, which is what our president seems to be hell bent and determined to do that's right back where you end up right but you know sorry the old adage you know things that will always hold value base metals property coinage doesn't matter the country coinage (laughs) because again they're base metals Um, those will always hold value those will always be safe places to put your money You know, our grandparents did not trust the bank. Your grandmother did not write a check until what? Her mid-70s. Her mid-70s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, no, with the way the markets are going and the way things are going, you need to be liquid. You know, the the IRAs and that are nice. Invest in them. But don't be putting your extra savings in there because you can't count on it. You learned that yourself with your 401 k. Well, and that was basically, I'll say, on the four hundred one k. That that was one of those situations, and I know everyone freaked out in that time period, mm-hmm. and for legit reasons, right? You sit here and watched the value of those accounts tumble. Mm-hmm. You know, you you went from being retirement ready within a year or two, mm-hmm. for some people, or mm-hmm. could have retired last year, but hey, let's grow it a little more, make sure it carries uh-huh. me through to, holy shit, I can't retire right now. Right, I can't afford to retire. Right. What a lot of people didn't realize is that those are the most impacted people in the situation, mm-hmm. and those are the worst-case scenarios. Right. The other side of this is as long as you kept contributing mm-hmm. during that time period, The lower valuation of Mm stocks meant that the money you in is buying more Mm -hmm. so that ultimately as the market recovered, Mm -hmm. you saw a lot of gain back as long as you had a diversified investment portfolio. You may not have gotten everything back, but you would have rebounded fairly nicely. Um, That was one of the things that got me. There was a mix-up with my 401k divestiture. Um, There was, because I had continued into the year 2010, Uh as an employee, I was eligible for a um, profit-sharing distribution. Right. Okay. I pulled my money out before the end of the year when (laughs) they did the profit-sharing disbursement so they kept the account open Mm -hmm. so that that money could go in and Mm -hmm. then what was supposed to have happened Mm -hmm. was that immediately that account would close and all I would get would be the actual profit sharing amount what my company and it did without realizing the the ramifications they switched um, the companies that were managing their um, 401k program Mm -hmm. the new company that took over thought I was still employed. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So they kept it open like it was just another employee account Mm -hmm. until I called Mm -hmm. and finally shut it down. Well, by that point, that little bit of money they put in at the end of that one year, I let it go for a while, Mm -hmm. had grown from like $198 (gasps) To roughly $700. And that was within the span of a couple of years after recovery started. Mm -hmm. Um, So ultimately, you know, it it paid off for me, and, you know, I get a little gloat of satisfaction for that one that, you know, I got something out of it. A, someone screwed up.
2: Mm -hmm. Kind of enjoyed
1: that one. Right. Really did. Yeah. Loved it. But, did it totally make up for at one point I had a good chunk of change in my four hundred one K and ultimately pulled out ten grand? No, no. Didn't make up for that. But it did explain mm-hmm. the concept very well of if I would left that money alone if I had the ability to leave that money alone um then it should have for the majority rebounded. And right. at the Time. Uh, if that money had been untouched, that I went to take out that last disbursement, I might have had a basically the same amount as when everything went to hell. Right, but you still had not recovered if what you originally put in. No. Yeah. Well, there was no way at that point. I took uh, distribution. No, I'm saying uh, before total. distribution. If you had capital you know, if you had stayed in that job and put up with the morons,
0: mm.
1: even at this point, your 401k is not where it would have been at. But that would assume that a market would, and that's been the biggest problem that we've had. Right. Is since the 80s, we keep pushing this concept of a stock market that's always going to go up. hmm. I don't know. Someone apparently has never, you know, if you think that's how investment works, uh-huh. let me explain it to you in reality. Right. The way that any investment system works is like Price is Right and the little mountain climber game. Uh-huh. Yeah, it'll go up and up and up and up, and at some point, you're going to fall off a cliff. Every business does it. Watch the trend line for their stock price. Uh-huh. Find a nice old company, GE is a wonderful one. Mm-hmm. There's hits and misses. You know, sometimes they're on top of the world and then it takes one problem or one recession or one whatever and they gutter her out. Every stock will do it at some point. Right. You cannot grow infinitely. And that was the whole problem with property back in the two thousands. We kept selling the same piece of property for more money and more money and more money and more money. And ultimately, what happened is the market couldn't support anymore. Right. You know, a house that 30 years earlier had been worth a couple of grand Mm -hmm. is now worth Uh $150,000. You can't support that kind of growth long term. No. But yeah. Yeah. Well, we're out of time. We'll talk about investing next time. All right, guys, have a great week. I'll see you in Ohio, tomorrow. Good night, Bye. y'all. Choosing a psychic is hard, and you don't want to waste time finding one that's right for you. You've thought about calling into the show, but you want more privacy than that? With services from phone, email, chat, text, and his network availability, you need to check out Asin's website at asennight.com. Just a few clicks and you can have your own personal, private psychic reading. On asennight.com, you can also find out about VIP packages, scheduling parties and events, and signing up for his classes. What are you waiting for? Talk to Asin today. You're listening to the Psychic Coffee Shop Podcast Network.